Hey, what's up, gamers? It's your boy, Fraser Choo Choo Crane here, popping in to read these uh, Patreon shoutouts for the MCU Thoughtcast. We've got Eddie De Santiago, Zach, Sammy V, Michael Robertson, Erica Scherer, Ruben Castillo, Dion Thomas, Robert Fortner, Kyle Hatfield, Emily Lyon, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Nancy Koenig, shout out mom, Nene12715, Hannah Kim, Jet Set Spy, Pillnock, and Matt aka Stormageddon. If my homeland was a dark, miserably cold, desolate wasteland, I'd probably also be trying to fucking escape. Why are we bullying them? This is Lion King. They're so scary. And they're not very nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just let them fucking graze. They're so hungry. You can't see them from Pride Rock. Trap them in a graveyard. Yeah, just let them be. God damn, the fascists. Oh my god. Fascist lions. Is this movie basically Lion King? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he even goes to like a long adventure and meets some new He gets new friends. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, Like, I don't know. Like, Timon Timon and Pumbaa does not cover Natalie Portman's character. She deserves better than that. But like, still, That's more like Dr. Selvig and Kat Dennings. Yeah. Natalie Portman's obviously Nala. She's just in the wrong planet. the MCU Thoughtcast, where we endeavor to watch all the entries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm your host, Pilnock Pilnockerson. And I'm your host, Audrey Anderson. Today, we are talking about Thor from 2011. Our brief Disney Plus uh, description is going to be, the mighty Thor is set to ascend the throne of the fantastic realm of Asgard until his reckless arrogance it reignites an ancient war. As a result, Thor is banished to Earth to live among humans. From Earth, Thor must make preparations to stop his evil brother Loki from dethroning Odin, seizing power, and imposing his villainous rule on all of Asgard. Uh, Wild. <laughs> yeah. It, that, that's actually a much longer discussion than Disney+. I was going to say, that seems like longer. Yeah. I don't, there's usually like a short like two-sentence one sentence. max. Mm. I, the, yeah, this is three whole sentences, and one of them is Don't long. keep this trend going, Disney. We have <laughs> to keep on a fucking timed schedule. I'm really not good at reading uh, scripts. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, if you could <laughs> I can't read. It. I, I'm struggling. Pilnark, without spoilers, what is your high-level review of Thor? Um, I think I also saw this one in theaters back when. Maybe I, maybe I saw it streaming. Maybe I had a ahoy matey moment i don't remember how i watched this but, but you I had seen, have seen it, before. it before okay mm-hmm. because i remembered i mean obviously i remember the gifts of this movie there's mm-hmm. a fuck ton there's so many like just lost moments that i saw for the first time though so i don't know uh <laughs> but overall i i liked it i guess i i don't know i'd give it i didn't think of a fucking scale in advance uh <laughs> i'll give it Actually, I'm going to give it uh, four out of five moments passing the Bechdel test, I think. I think oh. it passes it several times. I didn't actually think about that when I was watching it, but yeah, I think yeah, you're this right. Is, this is one of the first times we have multiple named women who yes. speak to each other, though it's often about Thor. Like, I'll fucking take it. It's been fucking skint. What did you think before you watched it, and what did you think, uh, without spoilers, after watching it? So before watching it, 
yeah, the, this movie's very gifable. Uh, at least like a couple of different moments, like the another coffee scene where he throws the mug Classic. on the floor. Classic. Uh, probably some of the Cat Dennings stuff when she was just like, "Hey, this guy's cut." <laughs> yeah, she's great. She was the audience. She the yeah, movie. she was the audience stand-in, like with all of her little quips. Truly. Uh, I also knew that Loki's a bad guy. Okay. So like, yeah. So. Here's our spoiler warning here, because the the impressions that I had of this movie before going into it, it's like, yeah, I, I did know a couple of like key elements of the plot here. Um, yeah, Loki's the bad guy that like Tumblr's really horny for. Yep. Um, and then I knew that like Natalie Portman and Kat Dunnings were in it because that's truly all I cared about. Correct. Like not all I cared about. I will say like my review of this i i think it's good uh i think there were a couple of points where it got a little bit boring yeah there were some definite drag on moments yeah and like before i had watched it cam has seen a lot of these and i had asked him like what he thought of it and he was like that one's really boring and i don't think it's i don't think it's really boring but there there were a couple of moments where it lost me yeah Th- that's completely fair I, overall not boring but there were definite moments where i was like on twitter <laughs> sorry (laughs) yeah me too well i just have a generally like yeah i have a hard time watching a movie in general like without looking at my phone once i really try to for the podcast because like i'm trying to take notes and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. cam thought it was bad it was boring i i will say i don't think it's worth a rewatch um i would probably say the same thing about iron man yeah and definitely hulk and i i think i have some issues with the the structure of the movie and i would love to get into that with you after we hear a quick word from our sponsors today's podcast is brought to you by thoriel your hair lacking that beautiful shiny blonde luster get thoriel today at your local supermarket no (laughs) fuck fuck sally beauty thoriel i forgot oh that's good get thoriel today at your local beauty supply Sponsored by Sally's. We're, we're keeping it. I love that our sponsor is also sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> we're keeping it. <laughs> I didn't think about that. No, I love it. No, Thoriel is sponsored. Sorry, this podcast is sponsored by Thoriel, which is sponsored by, by Sally's. Um, <laughs> Sally's Beauty Supply. What? Good. Yes. <laughs> Here's my first qualm with the movie. It happens with the very first scene. Uh, everything's really dark. Everything, like the color grading in this movie, at the very beginning at least, is very dark. I have a very similarly annoying complaint, and I think it's just because I'm old. This movie was so fucking loud. Yeah. They would go, for, I like wrote it so many times, it would go from like whispering, and I'd have to like, just like bear with it being very quiet, because I have subtitles on, I have ADD. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there'd be an action scene and it would get like, like obnoxiously loud, but I haven't touched the volume. And it's just, who did this fucking mixing? And would you consider hiring Cam Koenig? <laughs> yeah, true. Like it's, it was, it was so distracting and no other movie's been this problem. I watched it on the same TV. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hop around with the plot, but like there, there's a distinct battle scene between uh, Thor's like squad. I don't really know what to call him. At one point, I think. I think they call it like Sif and the warrior and the three warriors or something like that. Lady Sif and the three warriors, I think is what it was. Yeah. At one point, Thor, Loki, and then those The warriors three, sorry. Lady Sif and the warriors three. Of course. You got to talk like it's old timey English, even though it's another fucking galaxy or something. Another planet. It's another realm. 
Yeah. Well, they're all English, so. They're all English and they have English accents except for the one character played by an Asian man. Yes, of course. Also, the blonde guy who I hate on principle for being a blonde man. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Also, of having a stupid mustache. Not oh, sorry about that one. Sure. That guy's American. So he just did an English accent because he's in Once Upon a Time as uh, David or something, the dad. Well, it had to be a distinct choice that they made. They were like, all Asgardians are going to have this accent, except for the guy played by an Asian actor. Like, why? That was super weird. Do you think that there aren't Asians in the UK? Or, I'm sorry, in Asgard. on Asgard, which is, I guess, a fucking island off the coast. Ugh. And I have another, I never have another, like, irritation with a line regarding whatever his character's name is played by an Asian man. And that happens later on. But, yeah, so, like, for you. My, one of my very first, like, notes is, like, this is very dark and hard to see. The, when Thor, Loki, and then Sif and the Warriors 3, I guess, they're fighting in, oh, shit, what's the other realm? uh jotunheim jotunheim yes uh they're fighting in jotunheim with all of the frost giants and that is impossible to see that was dumb i like i had to turn the lights off in my living room i had to do the same thing (laughs) granted like normally i would watch trying to watch that during the day fuck i did watch it during the day oh and, like, god part of that is my fault because it also snowed outside today and i have a big like picture window in my living room so like the bright yeah, snow too, like dude. was reflecting against the tv i had to close the oh curtains. my god our living rooms are set up exactly the same way yeah they really are even with the fireplace to the right yeah <laughs> that's weird i didn't think about that the rest of the like layout of our house and they is both face different. the kitchen yeah technically that's so weird that's anyway. funny uh don't rob us but (laughs) go for it listen i didn't watch game of thrones but i do know that the frost giants look like the bad guys in game of thrones this is the meme i told you i was gonna fucking make really fucking (laughs) the uh the whites in game of thrones look goddamn identical to the frost giants who by the way are the same exact goddamn height as the asgardians during that battle not so giant. Hmm? There were like some that were especially big, but yeah. Later on, we get some big boys, but initially they're all the same height. I'm like, what are we doing with giant? And then I was like, oh, maybe the Asgardians are giant. And they get to Earth. And I'm like, I mean, it's Chris Hemsworth. He's pretty big. Yeah. He's like how, a guy. How tall is Chris Hemsworth really? Because I couldn't tell if they tall like. Tall enough. <laughs> I couldn't tell if they like heightened him a little bit or if just like compared <gasps> to Natalie Portman, he just looks like that. Oh, my God. Okay, so I pulled up the Warriors 3 so that I could figure out all of their names, right? Mm-hmm. The guy I don't like is named Fandrill. He's played by Josh Dallas. <laughs> you telling me that man has a fucking English accent? Josh Dallas? He was Sounds the like most basic star. of all of them. Yeah. He, he's in Once Upon a Time. He's great in Once Upon a Time. He's great okay. in this, too. I'm not actually complaining about him as a person or an actor. However, um, Hogan, uh, under aliases, at some point, I guess, someone calls him Jackie Chan. Are you fucking okay. kidding me? No, that that was what that was what I was gonna get mad about later because Oh, they did it on the roof. It was the agents on the roof. Yeah, we'll get so to when, it then. when they go Fuck. to this is this is way later in the movie, but when they go to Earth eventually, uh, first of all, when they go to Earth, they're just like walking through town and a bunch <laughs> of like all the citizens are like looking at them weird, and I'm like, Y'all never seen cosplayers during a con before? They're just going to McDonald's. What a waste of a scene to not play the boys are back in town. Oh my god. But they're they're not back in town. They're like they've been to Earth before, haven't they? They helped 
that was the whole opening. Oh, that, that is they true. Earth but I don't think it was the these project. guys specifically. Because that happened yeah, no. like way, way in the past. I don't know how time works Thor when you're traveling. Thor is 1,500 years old. Are you serious? Yeah, I had to Google it. In Age of Ultron, a movie neither of us has seen. No. Thor is 15, states that he's 1,500 years old. So this is, I don't know, 10 years earlier. Theoretically, like we're talking about wormholes in this movie. Like the, the way that like the Asgardians like travel to and from earth and i've already forgot forgotten the frost giant world jotunheim jotunheim thank you they they do it through what thor calls the rainbow bridge and what natalie portman's character calls uh the einstein fuck i wrote it down einstein rosen einstein rosen bridge how do i remember this shit and like i'll forget my keys in the lock no idea i i think that's a real thing too because like einstein talked about like you know yeah sure i don't know i'm not a physicist it doesn't matter it was a fucking touch react gmer keyboard like when they're running across it it lights up under their steps it's a fucking led keyboard yeah congrats (laughs) it looks sick as hell but we have the technology they're they're traveling to and from earth when they get there like they're fucking they look like cosplayers that are just like going to mcdonald's after wait hold on we can't do this we're we're but i was gonna say the plot the i know but the qualm that I have is that the agents on the roof are like, yeah, let's call it in. It's Xena, Jackie Chan, and Robin Hood. <laughs> the Robin Hood comment is fucking correct. And calling Sif Xena is very funny. Well, I'm gay for both of these women, so it does make sense. Calling what his, what's his name is, Jackie Chan. Hogan. Yeah. H-O-G-U-N. Yeah, that was, like, they said it in that moment. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he doesn't look like a different character, maybe. He also looks nothing like Jackie Chan. No, look he doesn't. It's just that he's Asian. Oh, this is God, 2011. We like, can do better. And so, many, and so many people wrote this fucking script and were like, no, huh, that's funny. So many people looked at it and said, okay. And the actor saying it also would have yeah. had to be And you be could okay argue that it. they're trying to paint this agent is a fucking idiot. I'm like, okay, but he works for S.H.I.E.L.D., who I'm supposed to, like, root for. Colson keeps saying, yeah, we're the good agents are racist. I think I said good gays. It's fine. The agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Colson is a good gay. You will not change my mind. Also, looked it up. Natalie Portman is five foot three. Did not expect that. So, yeah, the height difference between her and Chris Emsworth actually does make sense. He might That's just be a beefy really man. Cute. He is a huge man. He's probably fucking 6'4". I, I, I had assumed that they had, like, given him lifts or something. like Or, like, done some, like, movie, like, Hobbit magic to make him look he's taller. He's 6'3". Yeah, he's 6'3". That's so much dude. That's a lot. That's a lot of man. That's too much dude. God. We got to get back into this. So, the Frost Giants. An eternal problem I have with Marvel is that too often the villains don't have a story that i give a shit about dc does a great job dc has complicated motivated villains but this the frost giants they literally just say they're threatening to plunge the mortal world into a new ice age but humanity would not face no 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 no. i don't i don't want you to move on to the next sentence what's the why here what do they fucking gain they I like rewound and rewatched that sequence three times thinking my ADD brain was skipping over it. I could not figure out what the Frost Giant's goal was. I, I don't know what the coffin is. A power source, I guess. Yeah. To laser blast? Like what? what's the fucking goal? They also seem pretty powerful without it. Yeah. So I don't really know. It, their their desire for revenge later on in this movie like does make sense That makes to sense. Me because we learned some like backstory about like what happened during that like fight between the fro- Frost Giants and his guardians. It doesn't explain why they're going to other worlds to destroy them. I don't know. Like 
colonial, like realm colonialism, like an ultimate quest for power. I don't really know. But they just destroy it and then go home. They don't like destroy it and then take over. Well, they don't destroy it because they get like, they get their asses beat. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sucks to suck, bitch. But then we get like a real villain later on who has a motivation and a complex backstory and it's reasonable and that awesome nailed it love loki as a villain fucking great villain he he is a really interesting villain and i okay he does kind of show his motives but also some of it does confuse me and seem a little bit like that's his whole thing baby yeah he's a trickster i guess yeah and he's probably like he's kind of tricking me because there's points in this movie where yeah like, I do not know what his full motivation is. Like, yeah, I assume he has a me, grand I'd master plan. And we're going to see it in Avengers. Because he's, he's the bad guy in Avengers, right? He's the bad guy in something else. I, okay. He definitely comes back okay. if Tumblr has anything to say Tumblr, about it. Tumblr has shown me talking to Tony Stark. So I assume he comes back. I've seen a lot of really fun shit with him in it. Okay. That I haven't seen the movies of. But, like... He continues to be a very interesting, very fun character, okay. I think. He has his whole entire show that comes out in 2021, so there's got to be something. Oh, that's here. right. I haven't watched that yet, but I've seen the gift. And Tom Hiddleston's the, the bad boy we love to hate. They put that man in a collar. <laughs> uh. So then I say, where the fuck is their mother? This is so much fucking testosterone. What are we doing? Because it's just dad dad and boys walking around yeah. talking about boy stuff. Yeah. And then we don't... The mom is present. Yes. She's at the ceremony to crown Thor. Yes. <clears throat> she has a name, but it's only, I only know that because it's in the subtitles, I think. Same. That's the ex- same thing. Only knew because of the subtitles, which is why we're, again, kind of questionable on how many times we're passing back down south here. Frigga is her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was at the ceremony, but it wasn't clear to me that she was the mom, to be honest. Yeah. She was she just a lady. That cute little, yeah. She just exchanged that cute little, all right, behave, look with her <laughs> son that I now know is her son and like it makes sense. Yeah. But she could have just been like some fucking court lady. I don't know. It was weird. I love this scene. It's it's basically just like. He's such a cocky asshole, oh, dude. He's I, a fucking high school quarterback, uh, but he's a thousand years old throwing tantrums. I loved it. I, I just wrote, I love him and how much of a happy little himbo he is. He is such a goddamn himbo. He's just thrusting Mjolnir up in the air. And also, I'm yes. going to mispronounce that word every time. You just nailed it. Thank no, you. you nailed it. I tried really Mjolnir. hard. He's just like throwing it in the air. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like cute. everybody's like, like a fucking Heisman trophy. It's so yeah. cute. And like, Loki goes on several face journeys during the very beginning of this movie where he's just like, all right, bud. And like, you can tell he's a little envious because he's the other like son. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, he should have been just as likely to get the throne, but it's going to his brother. Yeah. So they get home and they swear they're done fighting other people's battles. That sounds really familiar, huh? Is this just an allegory for the United States? Are we doing more military propaganda? Oh, no. During during the throning the throne ceremony, like it's throning the throning the crowning ceremony. It does go wrong because frost giants arrived in like one of their like secret like weapons rooms to try to get their yeah. what is it the casket back? Yeah, frost casket. The frost casket. Frasket. Yeah. So a couple of frost giants show up before this. I'm so so sorry. This is just incredibly important mm-hmm. to me. We do see Sif for the first time. Oh, yes. She is at the, the ceremony. Fucking call me. Okay, continue. Her eyebrows are really good. Oh, my God. Incredible. Yeah. So you've got a couple of frost giants that show up and try to take their casket back because that's like the source of their power or whatever. And they seem, I think I don't know if I already said this, they seem pretty powerful without it. 
I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Odin can sense this from the throne also, and he has Which is interesting. this like big, powerful guy called the Destroyer mm-hmm. that he summons and just takes out the Frost Giants immediately. So like, it's fine. It's fine now. Uh, but Thor's pissed. It seems like he should maybe be a little further up in the line, maybe. Like, why was there no... I guess there were two guards, but there was, like, nothing. And then yeah. two guards, and then that giant guy. Like, you have no other security? I don't... Dude. I mean, theoretically, it shouldn't be this easy for them to just show up and take things, because we learn oh, later... Idris, normally. Yeah, we, we have, like... So Idris would normally be able to see it, but they were shielded. Yes. By the way, how dare you have Idris Elba in your fucking movie and make him so unrecognizable? I know. Illegal. I didn't know it... Me- Illegal. I didn't know immediately that it was Idris Elba. <laughs> like, learning that later, I'm like... I actually knew it was him... And while watching it, I was like, oh, fuck, maybe he's like recast later and this is someone else. While I'm looking at Idris Elba, like bad job. With like very interesting fake context. Oh, I hated him. Heimdall, the character he plays is actually like the unspoken hero of this fucking movie. He's great. Yeah. I was just going to complain about how hyper inefficient all the buildings in Asgard are. Who fucking designed these? Yeah, like the the 2011 like cgi the drugs like they're on yeah, gimme it, it looks fine but yeah like the it the realm fine. itself is kind of they've got a very specific architecture look they're going for it looks like a blooming onion yeah you're right and then a blooming <laughs> onion like a bunch of really tall like narrow buildings and then a rainbow bridge and i don't think any of them had fucking windows it was really yeah. like the whole t- like town whatever you want to call it is weird every time it was zoomed out looking at this looking at the realm it looked really good anytime like there's little characters and big scenery it looked very weird yeah that's fair so theoretically it should not be easy for them to get into the realm because heimdall is like the gatekeeper he sees everything he should be able to see everything just be like i've decided to look at something and now i can see yeah so this should be like a big concern Thor is immediately like fucking pissed. He's like, we're going to go throw down now. And absolute tantrum. Yeah. Odin is trying to get him to calm down. Loki's still having facial journeys. I actually wrote that Loki watching his brother have this tantrum with one raised eyebrow, but like saying nothing says a lot about their upbringing, which I thought was very well done. Very subtle. Very quick. Good job. Thank you. I really, I didn't know what to expect from Loki because like, yeah, like all of the fucking Tumblr gifts that I've seen are basically him once he becomes a villain. So Mm -hmm. that was the twist that everybody saw coming anyway, because when you have two brothers vying for the throne of a kingdom and one of them gets it, the other one's going to be a bad guy. Sorry. Okay. It's like putting fucking Lucifer in a show, except for the show Lucifer. (laughs) One exception. (laughs) Shit. And then like being like, oh, I knew he was going to go bad. Like, of course he went bad. He's fucking Loki. It's his whole thing. He's like a known entity it's an existing legend it's the cain and abel principle where it's like one of them's gonna fucking like whack the other unless you're in fire emblem and then both of them are just like brothers who are fighting together but every other instance who are the brothers in fire emblem there's literally two brothers named cain and abel in fire emblem oh i thought you meant three houses i was like who there's a lot of other ones (laughs) yes Okay, and then Loki plants a fucking idea, and he knows what he's goddamn doing. He's playing 5D chess. And I wrote that he knew what he was doing, even though I didn't know that he (laughs) knew what he was doing. And then later it finds out he knew what he was doing, and I knew that that he knew what he was doing, you know? (laughs) This motherfucker. So he's like, why don't we just, I can't remember what he suggested, why don't we just go? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the fucking idea is, he planted in Thor's head. Yeah. He knew he was going to get Thor in fucking trouble. He planned this whole thing since... Obviously, since before the ceremony, since he is the reason they got into the ceremony. And then it basically becomes like for a little bit of road trip movie. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I really liked I have no plans to die today. 
none do. I love that cute. too. I had that written down. That's a really cute line. I, I also it. had written down Loki fail son arc, Virgin Loki versus Chad Thor. <laughs> I stand by that. You're right. You're so right. They take the Rainbow Bridge. Mm-hmm. They take Rainbow Road to Jotunheim. Rainbow Road, yes. <laughs> do you think that we're mispronouncing Jotunheim? I feel like that's how they said it in the movie. I think we're okay. Fuck. Okay. It's Norse mythology. I don't... Yeah. Whatever. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, you can send me messages at Josh Hawley on Twitter. (laughs) If my homeland was a dark, miserably cold, desolate wasteland, I'd probably also be trying to fucking escape. Why are we bullying them? This is Lion King. They're so scary. And they're not very nice. They're the from Lion King, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Just let them fucking graze. They're so hungry. You can't you see them from Pride Rock. Trap them anyway. in a graveyard. Yeah, just let them be. God damn, they're fascists. Oh my god. Fascist lions. Is this movie basically Lion King? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. He even goes to like a long adventure and meets some new He gets friends. new friends. Uh, mm-hmm. um, like I don't know. Like Timon and Timon and Pumbaa does not cover Natalie Portman's character. She deserves better than that. But like still. It's more yeah. like Dr. Selvig and Kat Dennings. Yeah. Natalie Portman's obviously Nala. She's just in the wrong planet. Oops. Okay, anyway. The Night King reads Thor to filth, dude. Yeah. You're nothing but a boy trying to prove himself as a man. Drag this tantrum-having bitch. Let's go. I do love Thor's character arc in this movie because yeah he's i agree he's just like he's like let's go in punching and that's that's my himbo like that i love him for it but yeah we're gonna see some growth we're gonna love it and then someone calls him a girl someone calls him a princess and he and the worst thing you could be a girl someone calls thor a princess as they're like making the decision to leave and loki goes damn and thor's just like all right and then i started punching yeah (laughs) like we've already said this would be a very cool fight scene if i didn't have to turn up the brightness on my tv but yeah and the frost giant roars at thor and thor roars back and it was adorable (laughs) yeah i didn't know that later on mjolnir becomes you can only touch me if you're worthy i Mm -hmm. thought mjolnir was always like that so at this point i wrote if thor is worthy of mjolnir so is my fucking dog (laughs) yeah that's true but it's not in effect yet yeah so he gets a pass i i will say the structure of this movie is very like the first iron man where like the first like 40 minutes are the like backstory basically yeah and then we kind of get into the central like plot of the movie oh my god i'm sorry i just realized how much character growth we get out of our beloved himbo Mm -hmm. in this movie we got fucking nothing out of tony stark that's true basically the the character growth that we got out of tony was like is it bad to make weapons? Oh, fuck, it's bad to make weapons, huh? But I'm still gonna be a weapon? Yeah, let me make a weapon that's for me. And then I'll go take out all the other weapons that I also made. Oops, everyone's trying to replicate me successfully He now. as a person fuck does not grow. It's mostly just like, I don't know, his motivations change. Plot happens around Plot him. Plot happens yeah. around him, yeah. I don't know. During this fight, I'm not gonna remember anybody's name, so I'm gonna pull this up. Volstog, okay. I think? Yeah. Is the yeah, yeah. is the, the the big ginger man. Yeah, the one that they make fun of for eating too much. I love him. I love him so he much. He seems great. Uh he gets touched by one of the frost giants and he gets a burn on his arm. So he goes, mm-hmm. Don't let them touch you. Loki immediately lets one touch him. Yeah. And then he's and Loki's fine. Loki's a little shit, if nothing else. Loki's just like neener neener. Yeah. Most of the movie. And then, ooh, moment. <laughs> um I also at that moment, my only note, instead of any sort of realization about the myth or the mm-hmm. oddity of this, was I see that fucking forearm vein, Tom. 
Then I write, Thor is completely addicted to rage mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, he would be insufferable on Twitter. He would always be starting oh my shit God, you're right. with some kind of vigilante type zeal, feeling completely entitled, thinking that he's helping marginalized communities. Yes. Uh, super confident that he's in the right, not listening to anyone dissenting against him, not listening to the people he's defending, telling him that he's not helping them, and completely indifferent to his comrades being destroyed in the process. He would be like, the A in LGBTQIA stands for ally, and that's Ally. Mean. Yeah. I'm helping. I'm helping women's voices be heard by shouting over them. He gets better later. <laughs> Thank God. His AOE, as a side note, is wildly overpowered. Yes. He, so he gets like surrounded at one point before the like, oh, this is like the penultimate. And he calls down a whole bunch of thunder mm-hmm. and just like decimates. Bro, what the fuck? Also, side note, is this genocide? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Shit. I don't know how I many he takes this in my down. notes. I didn't realize it until now. He takes out a lot in that. He takes out a lot. And then there's like a... It's targeted by race. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. He gets better, though. He gets better, though. I swear. Our himbo is a fucking war oh, criminal. No. Oh, fuck. <sighs> so is Tony Stark. I think yes. probably also Bruce Banner. I think all of the Avengers and every U.S. president that we've ever had. Bruce Banner only takes out other soldiers, though. So that's not technically a war crime. It's only a war crime if it's civilians. Oh, or medics. Or medics. We don't know. There was a whole period in his life where he couldn't control his rage, so who knows what he did. We've got an Angelus Angel situation here. <laughs> How much of his power comes from Mjolnir? Mjol- meow Meow. At this point, none. How much of his power comes from meow, meow Meow? And like, how much is his strength specifically? Because once he loses okay, Meow Meow... I know, you're, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that. So he has the power of Thor. Okay. It's his power. His dad is like, I who gave you the power of Thor by making you exist and taking that power away and I'm putting it all into Mule, Mule, I'm sorry, into Meow Meow. Yes. And you have to be, prove yourself worthy to touch the hammer, which is your penis now. Okay. The hammer is his penis. The hammer is an allegory for his penis. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that's going to be our <laughs> promo. And he's currently suffering from erectile dysfunction when he's unable to <laughs> lift it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's fine. It happens to literally everyone. What does that say for like all of the the barbecue attendees that also can't lift it? I think we know actually what it says about a bunch of barbecue attendees in New Mexico. Sorry, New Mexico. You understand that. I'm sure there's nice people in New Mexico, but not I and in this movie particularly. Yeah, traveling through it. Yeah. I'm kidding because I live in Missouri, everyone. Like it's this is pot kettle in the kettle here. Yeah. We're we're all friends. In this miserable country. Battle happens in Jotunheim. Then you have, like, this giant monster that, like, Thor takes out to the very last second. His friends almost fucking die, dude. Yeah. He takes it out by helicoptering his penis. I mean, hammer. Oh, God. How can he fly like that? What is happening? I don't fully understand his powers. He's OP. And then Daddy... Daddy mad. Oh, I wrote, somebody is so grounded. (laughs) Oh, you are losing cell phone privileges, baby. (laughs) Yeah, his... Odin, his dad, takes away all of his powers, exiles him to Earth. Yeah, no toys. He's just like, get the fuck out of my, get out of this house. And again, 1,000 years old, mm-hmm. throwing toddler fucking tantrums. Yeah. I don't know how old Odin is, but I would think that by 1,000 years old, 
I'm not behaving like an elementary school student. Yeah. I don't know. It was frustrating. He takes a thousand years to still be a full of himself himbo. And then in the course of like the events in this movie, which are like a few days. A weekend? He gets like yeah. a huge amount of character growth. <sighs> I don't know what's going on in Asgard, but y'all can't raise your men. Yeah. And then his dad tells him, you are unworthy of the loved ones you have betrayed. <sighs> Ouch. Shattering. To be fair, though, his friends are, like, in danger during this battle, and he's just, like, And they so... tell him to turn back, and he says no. Repeatedly. It's not all about you, dude. Like, look at these yeah. people that, you know, th- th- your road trip buddies came along with you, and you just kind of ab- abandoned them and let them almost get eaten by an ice monster. Yes. Way to go. And then his ass gets tased. Yeah, he gets yoinked to earth, and I wrote, <laughs> I think this is how Kyle XY started. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't we have a Kyle XY reference already in this fucking series? I think so. I don't know why I always think either of us remember is this lack of belly button, dude. I think I think about Kyle XY probably about once a week, and it's while I'm recording this podcast. (laughs) We should watch that fucking show. I don't think it's a memorable or good show. It's just that I just remember a dude waking up in a forest, and in this case, it's a desert, and he gets woken up by the beautiful Natalie Portman. With the lights flashing behind her. And then, yeah, he get he's a little bit too, I, I think the kids call it goaded with the sauce, um, and he scares Kat Dennings, yeah. and she tasers him, which I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's quirked up. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a quirked up white boy. Oh, God. I hate this phrase so much. Is he not? No, you're right. Every scene that Kat Dennings in is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, her line delivery is unparalleled. She's such a great al- or a, a proxy for the audience yeah. everything that she does in this is great she's so funny she plays the same character in everything that she's in mm-hmm. and she's it's because she's really good at it i actually wrote that i don't believe she had a script i think she just showed up to set and reacted to stuff i would love that it's like because it's so natural just like kat dennings go to anything and just react and record her and like she's gorgeous thank you everything is improved with cat Dennis. yes i won't watch two broke girls but like i'm glad she's in it only because cbs doesn't have an online streaming and to be clear when i had the when i had fucking satellite television i did watch that show it was fine it would have been worse without her (laughs) you're right that was one where (laughs) i definitely watched it before i realized i was bisexual and i just found myself staring at her tits the whole time like thank you that's fair she's really good in a doll face it, that show was created by Kat Dennings and Margot Robbie. Love it. That's written I've never for heard me. of it. It's on Hulu. Okay, well, shit. Bye. There you go. Can we skip to the hospital? Are you good with that? Sure. Thor is in the hospital, and he's just throwing orderlies around. Yeah. So, like, Dad took his power, but he can still just yeet a grown man, several grown men into walls. And, like, he's huge. He's strong. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. They didn't make him... I don't think they made him mortal mortal or anything. But, like, they took away his, like, power powers. And yet he... But he's still a big old man. He's a beefy dude. Yeah. How many times have I said beefy? Fuck. No, it's it's the right word. It's right. Yeah. Feels good. (laughs) I love... Fuck, I just saw all caps. I love Kat Dennings and every character I assume is written expressly for her. (laughs) They, like, knew that this was Kat Dennings before they wrote the script. I really appreciate the juxtaposition, however, of taking himself way too goddamn seriously and then, hee hee, sedatives. And they do that a lot throughout the movie and it does get a little tiring. Like the very stark contrast of, I am Thor and I am all powerful. And uh, just like goofy nonsense of like, I don't know, toddler joy, which is pleasant surprise change to his toddler tantrums. Yeah, like, all right. I get it. Yeah, so on Earth, we have Jane, played by Natalie Portman. We have Eric, who's kind of like the fuddy-duddy 
of the group Who's Eric? uh the the professor that's with them dr selvig sure in the description i'm reading it says eric you're on a fucking first name basis with dr selvig dot damn girl is that an important character <laughs> he comes back okay well good for him and then there's darcy i think is yes, yes. which is a, like a missed chance to name her darby after the greatest human both of us know <laughs> all of the fucking like scientists in the marvel universe are so fucking dedicated they're fucking crap well except for kat dennings who isn't isn't in science no she's in political science which was hilarious <laughs> yes that's a very good line. no one else would volunteer <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair like jane seems a little bit like too into it like the very one of the very first lines in this movie like they're driving around chasing magnetic storms which is how like thor comes to earth he like there's a mm-hmm. wormhole he's sh- a sky penis he gets dropped out great and they're driving into this and kat dennings character darcy is like i'm not dying for six college credits that was really good she's here reluctantly However, too. six college credits is a lot that's two classes we don't know how much time she's putting in here it seems like it's quite a dedicated job does seem full-time it might be summer I don't and know. she's probably undergrad she's not qualified i guess they were all wearing jeans and long sleeves outside in a desert so it's probably not summer yeah but it's also like during know. a later part in the movie uh jane is like sometimes i come here when darcy gets on my nerves or like something along those lines so they're I'm up here a they're lot. both like butting heads sometimes That's so cute yeah but so they decide to like take thor from the hospital because jane is like this is my guy she's like this is this is like a guy who went through the wormhole like i need I don't know, data. I do have confusion again about Thor's strength without Mjolnir, mm-hmm. without Meow Meow, because so he can lift and throw a man against a wall, but he can't escape some pretty simple Velcro strap. Well, he does. He he wiggles out, though. He doesn't like Yeah, he doesn't break out. them, which is wild to me. There's no way that man couldn't break those fucking straps. You would think. Right? I mean, to be fair, he has been hit by a car. And then he promptly gets hit by a car again, <laughs> which is really good. They say we're going to have to look all over New Mexico, which is a very funny sentence, considering there's like four towns with human beings living in them in all of the state of New Mexico. Yeah, that's an easy search. And if you're just looking out over the desert and you see a large man, there he is. That's him. That's him. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uninhabited land that you probably don't have to check. Yeah. And it's also just like, how fast do you think he's going? Yeah. On foot. And then so after that, it kind of cuts to what earth citizens think is a satellite crash but it's it's meow meow in a crater and it's mm-hmm. people throwing a barbecue and everybody's taking their turn trying to pull it out of the ground and this is this is like the quintessential american experience it's yeah. like yes anybody is going to take any opportunity they can get to like drink a six pack and try to like tear a hammer out of the ground and prove you're stronger than the other guys yes, yes. and then attach it to your truck and the fucking truck just falls apart that was great. it was so good don't worry stanley could afford a second truck after that some of the i expected like stanley cameos to be a lot less like easy to find they're aggressive dude yeah have you seen you have you seen tugboat mcguire spider-man uh tug yeah the sam raimi spider-man yeah yeah he, those ones are also like super obvious okay it's just like is not subtle it has probably been 15 years since i saw that i guess i'm coming from the perspective of like i'm a horror bitch so i'm like alfred hitchcock was very I'm subtle a horror, bitch i i'm horrifying <laughs> we've talked about this i'm horrifying but like wh <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll turn you into a whore <laughs> the horrification <laughs> anyways Alfred hitchcock will just like subtly be walking by in the background so that's what i thought stanley was gonna do but no he had a 
He had a bigger ego than Alfred Hitchcock. I think he has a line. Yes. A specific moment in everything. I just thought it was a cute barbecue. And then, yeah, they they cut back and forth between Asgard and, like, Earth very frequently. So it's very hard to keep track of, like, which came first. What do you mean? Oh, like, in your notes? Yeah, because, like, my notes are all, like, my notes are not, like, plot point by plot point. It's mostly just, like, my reaction to plot points. So I have to remember what I was watching as I wrote it. Why do I have a note that says, telling the truth literally killed this man's? Who died from telling the truth? What the fuck? Odin. He Odin was he like, died? Loki, you're adopted. And then he like collapsed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. <laughs> so let's, not to Jotun then, let's jump to that scene. Loki deciding he's going to pick up the frostkit. Yes. Yeah, so like af- during the fight, Loki gets touched by a frost giant and he's fine afterwards. So he starts having like suspicions about it. Mm-hmm. So then he goes into the little chambers to pick up the frostkit and is like, it's not is it supposed to kill asgardians if they touch it or something i don't know because he just picks it up and he has like a moment of ooh. so maybe it just like echoes within some power within himself it calls to him well is that when he turns blue yeah he does turn blue so maybe it does activate yeah the frost giants are all blue asgardians are just like white people except for the one friend of thor who's played by an asian man and idris elba oh yeah that's true huh it is still a shockingly white populace it is and for what historical accuracy of asgard a real place what are we doing don't get me started odin tells loki like you're adopted uh when i (laughs) when i went and killed a whole bunch of frost giants i saw a baby and i took the baby and could be his justification when he was like i didn't understand the justification odin tries to justify it by saying like there's just this innocent little baby here in the midst of all of this war so i took him to protect him and loki's like that's a lie which was strangely more believable to me than the truth yeah because the truth is that he thought that loki could maybe grow up to unite the two races how i don't know how by being like by being kidnapped like how you i got stolen as a child which like they wouldn't you hate the asgardians more for doing that i would think so and it's also later on loki goes to try to make a deal with the jotuns the the frost giants and he's just like he doesn't say that hey, I'm actually your son, which he could have and use that as like some leverage. Like I I have to assume that they think that their baby is dead because this happened during the midst of all this war. So like he's not using it for leverage or anything. He's just coming through as like, well, I'm not Thor and I want you to kill my daddy, who's not actually my dad, but you don't know that. Yes. I do have the note before all of this that Tom Hiddleston is distractingly pretty and that I get it, Tumblr. (laughs) Also Taylor Swift. He's so pretty. Yeah, Taylor Swift dated him at one point. What? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. During which album? <laughs> That's... I don't... Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Tom... I'm like... Pretty. But so... So Odin is talking to Loki, who is screaming at him, and telling the truth literally killed this man's, as it does to all men, which is... Why they don't do why it. Why we lie. Yeah. So this explains why Loki can touch the other frost giants. Um, also, I do want to say... Later on, uh, they refer to it as Odin sleep. I thought that was really funny. He falls into a coma, but there's a specific name for it. And I guess there's a mechanic around this, too, because like Loki's mom is like, we've never we've never done it like this before. It's never been unplanned. Is that how they got pregnant? We've never done it like this before. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned how we stole you as a baby. Yeah, you were an accident. Then we're jumping back to Earth. This is the diner. This is the diner. Mm -hmm. And you have the really iconic scene where, like, 
Thor Thor is trying to like kind of explain himself but not really and he's just eating a shitload doesn't want to give away is he being secretive about it or is he just like yeah i'm thor god of thunder like why don't you guys get what i'm saying here i think he's telling them and they don't believe Mm -hmm. but he's also leaving out some details like i don't think he's telling them that he got exiled yeah i don't think he's telling them i have a crazy powerful hammer and even when he finds out that's what it is, he doesn't tell them that's what it is. Like right. He, he, he's still keeping some stuff close to the chest. And Jane's the only person that thinks he's legit. Like, Kat Dunnings and the other guy are just like, this guy's crazy. We found this guy in a crater. <laughs> I think um, Jane thinks something is going on. I don't know. She doesn't believe he's Thor. She's yet. at least very interested in him. I also don't know if she knows who Thor is yet. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's heard of. She oddly doesn't know the mythology around it, but... I, I'm still going to call him Eric because I can't remember his last name. He's like, no. Selvig. Selvig. Dr. Selvig is like, no, these are like stories that I grew up knowing like as a child. You know, it's actually a really good indica- indicator that Natalie Portman didn't know who Thor was because I don't trust white people who are obsessed with Viking mythology. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a red flag. Yeah. So thank you, Natalie. Good job. Kat Dennings holds up the camera to Thor and is like, smile. And he just does it. And it's so cute. He just like turns over and is like this huge smile. And then just like goes about his business. Adorable. He is adorable. He doesn't even know what a phone is. He's just like this sweet giant man. Like. War criminal. Well, yeah. fictional he he also acknowledges that like people on earth are like not there he refers to them as mortals so like he's very gentle with that except for except for the orderlies in the hospital i can't say anything like positive about him i guess without it being kind of a lie it's bad all caps jesus christ everyone in this movie is hot do you want to talk about the shield stuff yes i got really excited to see colson uh, even though in this movie, he kind of is just like a mean guy. He's not great. They didn't, they didn't use no, his best I didn't get stories. to see his like banter. Like he kind of like banters. His banter is unparalleled. His banter is unparalleled, but they don't let him shine in this movie. Yeah, I hated it. Um, did you watch the extra? Do you, uh, I didn't watch like the five. I didn't thing? watch the one shot now. Okay. It's, it's just Colson banter. Oh, okay. So it's super worth it. Um, so for everyone listening, we're probably, we're not going to have in- dedicated episodes because the episode would be longer than the one shots, but there are one shots that come as like DVD extras that are in the uh, timeline of the MCU. So if you go to D- Disney plus and you scroll down to like phase one and you're scrolling through it, it'll have the one shots in between the movies where they should be. This one shot should have been between Hulk and Thor. Mm. And it's just them bantering about sending the consultant, Tony Stark, to go meet Bruce, Liv Tyler's dad at the oh. uh, the bar to recruit it. Ross they want to rec- recruit. I already forgot. He's irrelevant. They want to recruit um, the Evil Hulk. Oh, Evil Hulk. Yeah, they want to recruit Evil I Hulk. I think his name is the Abomination or some shit. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Okay. Also, speaking of Bruce Banner, so I've already forgotten Eric's name. Selvig. Selvig. Fuck. I don't understand how my brain works. <laughs> I'm writing it down. I forget everything important, but I'm like, oh, that minor character. At one yeah, point, okay, at one point, Selvig's talking to Jane and he's like, and they're talking about like wormholes and like science and all of this stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah I know the, I know about this guy who studies gamma radiation. And I'm, I thought we were going to get Hulk in here. I thought we were going to get like just a little bit yeah. of like the recasted like mark ruffalo but no instead we get a different avenger that i didn't know would be introduced in this movie we get hawkeye oh hawkeye studies gamma no okay hawkeye shows up in this movie just to be to be muscle yeah Yeah. because just kidding that's a fucking himbin twink if i ever did see one you pretty little 
scamp. Hawkeye? I love Hawkeye. I wish we had gotten more of him because like he doesn't get his own shit until like way, 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 way late in the MCU. And instead he's just in like ensemble stuff. So I thought I wasn't going to get to see him until Avengers. That's fair. I was also surprised by his appearance. Delighted, surprised, kind of disappointed. Well, it was it was super funny too. The moment he grabbed the, like went over yes. all the guns and when he went for the bow, I went, yeah! In my living room. But like, yeah, so I knew. S.H.I.E.L.D. built basically this entire like workspace around. That's a hamster tunnel. There's a bunch of hamster tunnels and then there's some like little outbuildings yeah. with a bunch of like computers and like diagrams of like wormholes and shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, like Thor convinces Jane to take him there. And so Thor's like busting in and he's taking out guys left and right. And they're like, we need somebody up in the up high to like snipe him or some shit. So, yeah, they were like, we need a guy with a gun. So you see a guy going past like all of these guns and picking up a bow. And I didn't know it was going to be Hawkeye. So I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? No, I knew. I loved it. I thought that was really cute. That was like another moment where it's like a cute stuff. If they hadn't even shown him, you know, if they had for whatever reason, cut all of his scenes out and only shown us picking up the bow. That would have been another really cute moment. Like maybe we just see Coulson talking and it would have been a good little wink, wink, nod, nod, like the purple pants and not the over the head bashing the audience with the obvious, like the fucking Captain America shield in Iron Man 2. Yes. Yes, because that's when he's like building an element. He uses it to prop up his hamster tunnels. <laughs> There's, hamster tunnels are a recurring theme in these movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like as somebody who is brand new to it and I, I didn't know who he was right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I It's also, it's super interesting to me that we get like, S.H.I.E.L.D. like goes out and recruits these people. But when we're introduced to them, Natasha and Hawkeye are already just part of it. I forgot that we already knew Natasha yeah. from Iron Man. Yeah, but they're okay. they're already just recruited into Shield. I'm interested in Hawkeye as a character because I want to know if he actually has powers or if he's just one of those people that like, no, I'm just good at this thing, so I'm a superhero. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, he's just good at it. Okay. <laughs> You're so disappointed. I want people to have superpowers. Yeah, he's just super super talented. He and Scar- I think he and ScarJo are the only ones that are well. Technically, Tony Stark is also just super. Right. Talented. No, he's basically just Batman. Yes. I don't know. I guess he's worse Batman. I guess in my head, I want this to be a universe where people like have superpowers. I get it. I don't know. So far, Thor's the only person with like a naturally occurring one. Like Hulk's is like man-made or whatever. And I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. We have naturally occurring ones later. Okay. Well, he's in the hamster tunnels with Coulson. Coulson's like, we're the good guys. Hey. Hey, listeners. It's me, Pillnock. <laughs> If anyone from the government ever tells you we're the good guys, I need you to run away from them as fast and far as possible and don't stop. Just keep going. You're in danger. Don't speak to them without a lawyer. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up Friday. I do like that Coulson was like, basically like, you made my soldiers look like mall cops. That's hurtful. That was funny. (laughs) Saying that's hurtful hurtful. is so funny. That's so funny. Because he's like, nice to meet you. You really hurt my feelings. I love Coulson. He's one of the good gays. <laughs> Coulson literally leaves for a minute and then I don't fully understand the scope of Loki's powers, but he beams himself down to talk to Thor for a minute and is like, mm-hmm. dad's dead and I'm in charge and I can't let you back because that was his dying wish is for you to be banished forever. And mom doesn't want you And back. mom doesn't love you. Anyways, bye. <laughs> and Thor's such a sweet boy that he's just like, okay, okay, brother. 
And he just lets it go. That was really sweet. And like Thor super believes in and trusts his brother. He knows the rumors. He knows that his brother can do some shady shit. But he's like, my brother wouldn't lie to me. He's such a good, nice boy. And like, if my mom doesn't want me, that's okay too. I'll just make the best of it here on Earth. It was really sweet. (sighs) I love him. War criminal, though. Yeah. So then, I don't know how Loki travels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what his fucking, like, powers are. Can he teleport? Like, he's not fully there, I don't think, because he goes to try to remove Meow Meow, and he can't do it. He's not worthy. No, he's not worthy, but also none of the people around acknowledge him. Okay, so he's invisible But he is there. But when he was talking to Thor, was he invisible to everybody else except Thor? Yes. Okay. So he can be invisible. There's several scenes where, like, they wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah, yeah. They'll wink, wink, nod, nod to the audience because we'll see him in a reflection. Oh, okay. No one else can see him. Okay. So that's, like, their way of being, like, he's here, but only you and I know it, audience. Okay. So, yeah. But the expanse of his powers is, I've never really understood what he can and can't do. I don't understand why he can and other Asgardians can't or why he can and other frost giants can't. Like, it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because Thor's powers are basically like super strong man mm-hmm. can make a tornado with his hammer by swinging it really fast. And mm-hmm. he's got lightning. And lightning, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. And then Loki is also a god. Okay. So I don't know. How is he a god, but he's a frost giant? In the mythos, are, I think he's both. So I don't Is Laufey the lead frost giant also a god? Oh, maybe. And that's why his offspring know. have special powers. Much like odin's offspring yeah by the way odin's last name being all father shut the fuck up and then thor's last name is odin's son so he calls colson son of cole that was really fucking cute. that was really good i also, loved that moment when uh selvig break basically breaks thor out of like agent shield like sh- fuck out of shields like whole thing he go they're like why is he so strong and he goes steroids that was funny and he gets <laughs> really, really angry good. Yes. explains the temper so he comes in i think this is when he is addressed as donald blake md and he's like this is my colleague dr blake mm. right i think so so that is actually i look i don't know why i know the shit that i know i don't know how my brain retains information but that is a mortal human being in the comics who can wield meow meow, meow. I assumed it was Natalie Portman's ex because at the very be- like oh, earlier on yeah. she I like lends clothes to Thor and like there's oh, a is that there's the a name, name tag. tag. Okay, I, I knew the name tag so. was somewhere. I couldn't remember where the name tag was, but yeah, that guy. So that means Natalie Portman's ex was worthy of holding meow meow. meow? Who is that guy? I don't know. I don't know that we ever see him again. Yeah. So he's. Well, I think I've seen people on Tumblr be like, "Oh, Natalie Portman's character is going to be the next Thor." So like, I don't really understand the like rules of Meow Meow. You just have to be worthy. That means not like okay. Meow Meow decides. Sure. Okay. I have a question: Is Loki a furry, and his fursona is a goat? Is that why his helmet has those horns? Are those horns ever explained? No one else got them. They look weird. I thought it was just a fashion thing. They're not super practical. Further questions about Asgard. Also, I got an Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. One brain cell. (laughs) Thank God we don't watch these movies on the same day as each other. Our notes would be terrible. We have to share the brain cell back and forth. Why doesn't mom take over? Can women not rule Asgard? Are they sexist as fuck? We already know that Lady Sif had to like put up a huge fucking deal to become 
a warrior and that Thor had to vouch for her to have a woman be allowed to be a warrior. Yeah. Frigga isn't allowed to rule and her adopted son just takes over. I think, like, she seems to be pretty occupied with, uh, like, watching for Odin. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like, later on when you have frost giants, like, coming through she does pick up a she sword. picks up a sword baby and she takes out the first one it's the second one that gets her so i'm like okay so fair. she she can she can do some she shit. A little baddie why don't we let her be in charge anyways uh, this cute. plot synopsis does not mention the library okay so i'm just going to jump all i have is he picks up a random book and it opens right to bifrost yeah weird fucking library i've heard of like my very minimal knowledge of norse mythology is like Thor, Loki, Odin, those are all people, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the fuck is the Rainbow Bridge? <laughs> like, Bifrost, Rainbow Fridge, like, I had never... Rainbow Fridge? I had neither, like, heard of neither of these things before this movie. Is that, like, a regular thing in Norse mythology, or did yes, they, like... This, okay, this existed before the movies. Well, by a few hundred thousand years. Sure. I wonder if Bifrost was actually inspired by, like, Northern Lights or something, and that's why it became mythalized. That would make sense Mythalized? To me mythologized mythologized okay. words are really hard egregious <laughs> i had to think about it for so long i'm really proud of you that for word. getting that in here thank you then i just have good strange or bad strange i don't know who asked this question i just thought it was a cute line oh thor thor like looks over at jane and he's like you find me strange and she's like yes yes and he goes good strange or bad strange like so cute oh. Okay, when she's driving him around, she looks at him like a dangerous amount. And they do get off the road a little bit, which like... Girl, watch the road. You do just have a hot man. Impossible. Also, shout out to the directors, everyone involved for every moment that that man was shirtless. I don't give a fuck. I don't need reasons. During like a very particular like battle scene later. So not to like jump ahead too much. It's not too long after this. What are you about to do? Okay. When they're fighting the destroyer, no. Chris Hemsworth we gotta is be nipping really well. Okay, that's all I want to talk about. He is nipping through I his shirt. I didn't notice this. I you little couldn't pervert. not notice. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You nasty. Whatever. I loved the moment. Um, so she sneaks him onto the site, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, like hiding on the top of a hill looking down and he's like i'm gonna fly out or whatever the fuck and he beats all these people up blah 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 she calls dr selvig and like leaves a message hey if you don't hear from me in an hour and i just had a moment of like this is just me anytime i go out on a questionable first date and i just text my friends here's what i'm wearing here's where i'll be if you don't hear from me in an hour like, here's what his his uh license plate says here's his socials yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean in a sense that outing is their first date. Oh, what a weird first date. But like super memorable. And just like a gay couple, it does last all day. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, like well into the night. Yeah, bisexuals confirmed. Yeah. I do like that when he's in the tunnels, he gets cocky about it and then just gets his fucking clock punched. Yeah, and then he mud wrestles for a little bit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Maybe I will rewatch this movie. Shit. So then him actually being unworthy is incredible. I think that's a really humbling moment for him that they he have like needed. Slow motion him crying in the rain too. Yeah, it was dramatic. It was a great scene. I like that Colson's like, I don't know, give him a shame. <laughs> All right, he sucks. Let's get him. And then they then they do the whole thing. Then I ask, is Idris Elba Santa Claus? He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. 
He knows if you've been bad or good. Unless you're Loki. So call me. Well, he knows that Loki's been bad because he, he's like hiding from Santa. And that's Santa's true. like, that's fucking suspicious. No one hides from Santa. I'm fucking Santa. If you, if you turn the elf on the shelf around so that he can't look at you, people <laughs> are going to notice that the elf on the shelf is turned around. Turned around. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, Loki blamed, we already talked about this. Loki blamed Thor specifically for his father's suffering. He was like, it's too much for father. So that's why he suffered. When really what happened is Loki screamed at him until he had a fucking heart attack. Or whatever odin sleeps odin sleeps he's in a coma yeah i don't know and then yeah he he just takes over he's like it's me now (laughs) surprise yeah yeah and everybody is super thrilled thor's crew is just like okay yeah it's really cute that they do want to stand up for him and stuff though they're like he would do it for us and as a side note he would do it for you but he does have the protection of being the god king's son yeah so he can get away with a lot more than you can, Sith. Be safe, baby. They're very powerful, but yeah, they don't have the same level of power. They don't have the political. Oh, that's true. The political power. Like, you can be as strong as you want. You're still going to go to fucking jail. Their dad is not the former king. Again, right. nepotism. Awful. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so after Selvig catches him from the facility, saves him from the facility, they go drinking. Yes. He shows up unannounced at Natalie Portman's trailer and she's like, what the fuck? And Thor says, we drank, we fought, we made our ancestors proud. I'm going to say that every fucking time I go out, dude. That's I so I know you funny. are too. Like, yeah. And I'm going to be there for at least one of the times. You're going to be so annoyed with me. Probably. <laughs> hey, what are you doing next Wednesday? <laughs> Natalie panic hides her dirty dishes in cabinets. Bitch, are you me? Oh my god. I, I put all my dirty pots and pans in the oven when people are coming over. And then I'll forget about it and turn it on. That's horrifying to me, it's actually. I mean, I remember it pretty quickly, but okay. it's just like, that's funny. In Gilmore Girls, they use it as shoe storage. That's actually like not even the only like show where I've seen that happen. It's that convenient. also happens in Dollface. Kat Dennings. I gotta watch, watch it. it. Yeah. And Brenda's song. Prior to all this, they have all their shit stolen, right? Yes, I think so. Why? And she's like, they took our backups. They took our backups of our backups. And Kat Denning's like, they took my iPod. That was really funny. (laughs) I just put 30 songs on there. That is so 2011. (laughs) So what's interesting to me is Dropbox existed since 2007. Oh, yeah. You didn't have any fucking cloud storage backups. You had three levels of physical backups no cloud and they're they're also affiliated with some university right like which should have some kind of yeah they would have like some kind of like internal like school-based drive you would think we had dropbox but it wasn't school sanctioned because dropbox wasn't secure so and it still isn't don't use dropbox for sensitive documents i had been saving files to like my school account like on the school pc since like middle school though you've had Which access was what, to like 2020 oh my god i hate you i know you're beautiful and young and i hate it but it's just very weird to me that like there's no backups like she can't even check like her emails to see files that she has sent other people like that's one way to get a backup file like it's all very yeah. weird and dumb chris hemsworth's hairline changes 16 times throughout this movie which is very weird to me as a side note that's oh. all it's not a wig i don't know what they're doing i wasn't looking that much at his hair i was because it looked not great they bleached the shit out of it it was the texture of straw and then they bleached his eyebrows don't do that yeah don't do this to this man uh he still has like black as night eyelashes <laughs> like any he's so pretty his eyes are so beautiful i think i wrote god he's so hot at least like four different times in here same all caps oh. absolutely gorgeous human being yes 
the bar scene is when it started to get boring for me and like there's a couple of other places where i'm just like okay 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 they're on that rooftop and they have that cute line of uh i come here when darcy's annoying me and then they fall asleep don't deserts get like wild crazy at night well that's why thor leans over and tucks her in a little bit it was so cute and they they're around a campfire which like isn't like super warm but that's something yeah i don't know and I think it's when, like, the next day when they wake up, you get all of the the Asgardian, like, Thor's crew yeah. rolls into town, and that's it when you really have cute. the really oh, racist line. Yeah, that, unforgivable. Absolutely <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Long. If you're trying to make me hate S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, you've done it. Yeah. If you're trying to get me to root for S.H.I.E.L.D., womp womp. Yeah, and, like, Loki gets super angry because he had told Heimdall, don't let anybody, like, don't let anybody else leave. Yeah. And then Heimdall goes against him and no, is no, like. No, he just had to take a bathroom break for the first time in a thousand years. Oh, yeah, that's true. He lets them do it. So he's not technically breaking the rules. And then Loki fires him. And then he goes, okay, so I don't serve you anymore. Almost gets in with his spear and gets frozen in place. Would have been incredible. Also, I Loki all re- like has already just like accepted like he's got frost powers. That's cool. Yeah, bad growth, but growth. Yeah. So then back to, I don't know why, but at some point, Coulson asks to get somebody from linguistics down here. Oh, it's because when the Asgardians came down, they left kind of like a weird like okay. scroll on the ground. Right. So like they find Thor that. Landed. Yeah. Okay. So then he says, get somebody from linguistics down here. That's me. <laughs> I have a degree in linguistics. Colson, hire me. I'm finally useful. My mom is going to fucking cry, dude. They have somebody on retainer just for that, which I do love. I'd be great at it, Colson. I'm just saying. Um, also, S.H.I.E.L.D. can stand for if you, the L is either logistics or linguistics, depending on which version of the, the logo you get as a side note. Oh, weird. So like you, can go, like you can Google for backgrounds of it because I work in log- logistics with a degree in linguistics I was very confused. I was trying to find a, a background for my computer at work. Anyway. Look at you. Little like Marvel super fan over here. This was 400 years ago. Oh, okay. Is that one of Stacks? I don't know. The guy never tells me anything. And the exasperated, here we go. Oh, one of Starks. So when oh, Loki gets it pissed. Oh, corrects all my shit. When Loki gets pissed, he sends down the destroyer, which was whoever took out like the frost giants that broke into Asgard initially. And he's yeah. just this really scary really caked up metal guy who shoots out he fire does from have his face. cake he is caked the fuck up they did not have to make that boy so thick no at one point sif spears him to the ground yeah. and mm-hmm. he just turns all of his body parts around and that's when i saw his full ass and i was like yeah. thank you i don't know why i did appreciate he does look kind of iron manny so when yeah. it flies in and they ask is that starks i don't know that guy never tells me anything it was Could really be. funny and also on point Tony doesn't tell them shit. Yeah, Tony, whose side are you on? I was really annoyed when Sif had potentially one-shot him. I'm like, this is this almighty warrior that's meant to be the last defense against the Frost Giants. Right. And one person took him down with one blow. Marvel does do a lot of, like, fake-outs like <laughs> I gotcha. that. Where it's like, Tony takes uh, Obi up into the sky, and he's like, did you fix that frosting problem? And then, like... That, that wasn't the thing. It makes yeah. it look like, yeah, he got taken out, but... Final form, whatever. Same thing here. And then during this fight, the mixing is again horrible. Higher cam. It's so Very loud. Bad. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Thor keeps trying to tell Jane to leave. And she's like, yes, no, I keep point. running back. I, and, like, this is the first, like, Thor is finally putting others first. He is protecting his loved ones. He knows it's after him. 
clear the town. Everyone else go away. You try to fight it. Sif fucking nearly decapitated this bitch. Mm -hmm. It still wins. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't know if Thor is mortal without Mjolnir. I don't know if he becomes mortal when his powers are taken away. I don't think it ever explains it. He refers to other people on Earth as mortals, but like, I don't know. If he is mortal and he knows that he's mortal and then he tries to 1v1 this thing, that's Mm -hmm. super fucking impressive. And then I think it turns out that he is mortal because he's like about to die until he gets nya And then suddenly he like comes to life. Is he like really about to die at that point? Because all that happens is he looks at the destroyer and he starts talking to Loki because he knows that Loki's watching through it. Right. And he's like, forget all these other people. You have a problem with me. I'm really sorry for whatever I did. Like my bad. And then he gets his shit rocked. He gets his shit rocked by like the thing shoots fire out of its face. Right. So when it turns around, so it's face, it's not facing him anymore. You think it's like, okay, Loki's going to go easy on him. But no, it turns around and bitch slaps him. That was funny. I loved it. But yeah, he he gets his shit rocked by that. And he's like laying on the ground and you think he, Jane thinks he's, like, dead or something. I thought he might be. I, I thought if he didn't get Nya Nya, he was going to die. I mean, at the same time, this is a Marvel movie, and I know that he comes back later, so, like, I'm not in any real, like, concern that he's dying. Right, yeah. right. I don't know if there's, like, a revival mechanism in these universes where it's like, yeah, you died, but we brought you back. Do you want to know the answer to that? No, I don't think so. Because okay. then nothing is going to matter later. Nothing ever matters. Life is pain. We're all going to die. Except for... Thor, maybe? I don't know. It's very confusing. The hammer is fucking rocket fuel propelled, and it has, like, a jet stream behind it. <laughs> yeah. From what? From <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I literally... That robot sentinel is caked up, dude. Yeah. Meow Meow has uh, chemtrails or whatever, and it returns to Thor, because now he's worthy! Yay! Character growth. We love it. And he beats it, whatever. So then yeah. he, like, negotiates with Coulson, and he's like... I'll help you or whatever, but first you have to give all of the data that you took from Jane. Mm-hmm. And Jane cuts in and she goes, stolen. And Coulson cuts in and goes, borrowed. I do love Coulson. Cute. God, he's great. Mm-hmm. Then mom grabs the sword to protect her man. Little baddie. And this is this is when uh, this is when Loki's uh, motivations kind of escaped me because I really did think that he wanted Odin to be dead. Same. Because you see, like, when... Odin like fell into his coma they were having this screaming match where like Loki is like you never told me this you never loved me as much as Thor and so I really thought that he was bringing these frost giants in to kill him Mm -hmm. and like he would be absolved of it because it would be clear that like these guys took it out and then maybe he takes out the frost giants to be like I saved the realm but like oh shit dad's dead so I'm I'm king Mm -hmm. but the frost giants go to kill him and he takes them out so that he can be like, look, dad, I saved you. Why do you care what your dad thinks anymore? It's so weird. like theoretically, when Odin wakes up, he would take the throne back. Right. Or yes. I guess maybe then like Loki would rightfully ha- he would give it to Loki because Loki would be worthy, but he would have it now regardless. So why would he want his dad to be in the way? Because he's also doing things that is because he's not pure evil. Is it? He's a sympathetic villain. Yeah, he's a sympathetic villain. That's the whole conceit of Loki. And that's why I find him interesting is that you don't always know how far he's willing to go for something. Mm. And would he actually kill Thor? No. Fucking maybe. Would he actually kill Odin? Probably not. 
So he does want his dad's approval, even though yes. he found out that he's been adopted this whole time and he was super mad. Yes, because he was still raised as a son. And I do think that Odin was still quite warm to him, at least as warm, at least uh, almost as warm as he was to Thor. And yeah. this is very Disneyfication, even though it wasn't yet Disney, because there's no way the Norse gods were that nice. <laughs> yeah, no, like I assumed they were like. I, I'm going to mix them up with Greek gods, but I assumed they were like Greek gods in which they would like go to Earth and like, you know, like R word a woman and like have a half child or whatever like Greek gods did. I, I can't imagine that gods in any like context in which they coexist with humans are nice to the humans. Odin is nice. <laughs> really? <laughs> so Damn. Are Norse gods nice? And everyone's like, they're neither good nor evil, just like Greek gods. I'm like, okay, but Greek gods were fucking mean. Yeah, they're, Greek gods are not like morally gray. <laughs> oh, shit. Just kidding. It's not Odin. It's another one of Odin's sons who we'll never meet because he's not in the MCU hmm. named Balder, who is... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Light and purity... <laughs> balls. Uh, <laughs> light and purity described as fair, kind, and handsome god whose beauty was unparalleled, often praised for being merciful. So maybe Norse gods are nice? I don't know. Eh. Oh. By the time that Loki is taking out the frost giant, Thor has managed to come back also. And he's he's like pointing at Loki and he's like, you did a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they fight. He sent, he sent Thor like crashing through a wall, <laughs> which I did love. Yes. I do generally love anytime someone gets thrown into a wall. Mm-hmm. It's just funny. It's not me. It's nice. Then the other confusing thing that Loki does is he then goes to, I forget what the actual room is called, but like where you control the rainbow bridge, basically, like where you kind of go oh, in between yeah. worlds, where Heimdall's in the charge. The observatory or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's what it looks like. He goes in and he makes it so that like he's trying to destroy Jotunheim from there. Which is wild. Yeah, that's what I don't fucking get. Like that's genocide. He specifically says he's like, I'm gonna take out this entire race of people, and Thor's like, you can't take out an entire race of people, which is growth because he was all fucking for that an hour ago. And Loki points that out, and he's like, yeah, but I learned that it's not nice to just genocide. It's kind of mean. And Loki's like, but this is this is going to be like my way of like proving myself to dad, which I also don't understand because his dad was against that. Yeah. Well, he's just like a dumb boy. I think it's weird, like 5D chess shit where he's like, yeah. dad doesn't know that this is what he wants, but this is what he wants. Yes. I think it's also just like, if I'm more like Thor and this is how Thor does it, mm. even though how Thor did it got him in trouble. Like it's still like big brother idolization. We'll remove Thor from the picture and I will take on his qualities that you love. His bravery, his dedication to the people. Like however, however Loki wants to frame it. I think there's also an aspect of like, both of these boys are going to do what they want and they are then going to retroactively frame the situation as they see fit. So Loki yeah. will retroactively look back at this and say, I was protecting my people. It's what you wanted. Like it was ne- like whatever he needs to do to justify it to himself. Cause I think when he's trying to convince others, he's also trying to convince himself. He's just, he's the capital F fail son. Like, yeah. Part, I, I, I assume that like, he's got like, you know, a, a quest for power here. He wants to be the yes. man in charge, but he also just wants daddy to be proud of him. Hey, why do I have Mjolnir timeout? Oh, I don't know. Did Loki say he had a timeout? Did I make that up? It was a timeout. At one point when Loki's like, not really gloating, but doing his like kind of version of the villain speech where he's like talking about how he yes. wants to take out uh, Jotunheim. I think he's got 
tears in his eyes. I think he's kind of crying. He's super emotional. He's just <sighs> Virgin okay Loki Chad Thor. Yeah. Also, I completely missed this, but before Thor gets back to Asgard, they do the thing where they look like they're going to kiss. He and Jane look like they're going to kiss, and then he kisses her hand, and then she just takes his face and kisses him. And she's like, I nah, I'm American. It. I loved that. that oh, I loved it. It was so good. I thought I wasn't going to get anything, and I did. And also, like, then he, he promises Jane he's going to come back, but during his fight with Loki, he can't stop... Jotunheim from being destroyed so he moves to destroy the rainbow bridge yes and Loki's like but you won't be able to return to her and I got a little bit sad he's doing that to be manipulative he doesn't actually care yeah but it, it is true it did hurt it like did hurt. Thor is making that sacrifice he's like yes I will sacrifice my ability to see this one woman with in order to stop the genocide of an entire people and then at one hour 39 minutes and 46 seconds precisely when the bridge explodes it plays a sound, and this sound to my brain is exactly the same as the very first millisecond of Everybody Dance Now. The eh! <laughs> like the echoey of the eh in everybody. That's oh the God. sound that fucking bridge makes. And I replayed it 17 times because I was like, you're hallucinating. No, I'm not. That's so it strange. Is. I know. I'm what a weird it. sound effect. The, the mixing in this movie is nuts. So then Daddy wakes up from his little nap. And he angry. And he says the meanest thing that you can say to your offspring. I'm disappointed in you. And that's the last thing Loki wants to hear. Crushing. So he's like, I'll just fall into the abyss then. I'll just. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Bye. Yeah. Also, what the fuck? Yeah. Is this a planet with gravity? I don't know. Because there's also at the very, like, as Loki's falling, he falls kind of into like a wormhole and then the wormhole like closes. So like, I, it's pretty obvious that he's still alive, but it's, I don't know if it is to Thor. And then also like the entire realm of Asgard, like just ends with waterfall. Yeah. Where's the water go? How does the water replenish the waterfall? Where does the water come from? It is kind of weird because there's a scene where... Jane is showing him like diagrams of like astronomy. I almost said astrology. Astronomy diagrams of like different like planets. And he's like circling stuff and he's like, this is Midgar, aka Earth. This one over here is Jotunheim and this is Asgard. And they're full planets. Mm -hmm. And when they're transporting to like Jotunheim, you do see a full planet and you see them like going in. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we're ever zoomed out enough. Asgard has to be like a full thing, but unless it's a flat Earth. Oh, it's hollow. Oh, yes, you're right. Why do and I, you don't why do I remember the same that? way? Because there's that point where, like, the ice monster kind of, like, crashes through the floor and he's just crawling That's on the underside underside of, like, the floor, yes. basically. Okay, so Asgard, mm, mm-hmm. Jotunheim, and Earth, can, uh, just like in real life, are all hollow planets. And flat. No, I'm sorry. The moon is flat, but the Earth is round and hollow. How no is- further questions. Okay. All right. You're the expert here. Also, I do have written down that Thor's mom is a MILF. Yeah. I literally wrote, Sif is so pretty, what the fuck? And then immediately after, mom MILF. Redundant. She's so pretty. Yeah. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. MCU Odin is so fucking warm and fuzzy. Yeah. I really, I expected him to be like mean dad, but with a purpose. But he's actually nice. He's so nice. Like warm, fuzzy Zeus in the Hercules animated. (laughs) Yeah. Any other notes? Any other impressions? (sighs) 
it was fine cute when he asks idris how she is like he specifically asked about jane without having without saying her name because everyone just Mm. knows she searches for you and that's like the final line it's really cute this is one of the prettiest movies we've had yet i agree with that i think i'm a little biased because it had a lot less um red and green and had a lot more blue and gold (laughs) Yes, I do think the color grading more vibrant to me had a lot to do with it for sure. And I do like I honestly liked the setting of like, where are they like Nevada, New Mexico, New Mexico. All my jokes about they're all the same to me. I know, dude. Nevada has Vegas. New Mexico has Uh, aliens. Oh, didn't we do this already? Area 50. All of the desert has aliens. Oh, and that's not and that's a different state. Yeah. Who fucking knows? I, I can't, like, be, like, all of the, like, southwestern states are the same because people say the same thing about, like, fucking Midwest. They're right, though. All the Midwestern states are the same. They are yeah. correct. Yeah, Do you have the budgets in that spreadsheet, by the way? Oh, no, I don't. Speaking of the spreadsheet, we have all of the Rotten Tomato scores in there. This was, like, a 77 uh, from reviewers and a 76 from the audience. And, like, in all other cases, that's a really good score. But compared to all of the other movies in phase one, it's like, that's like scored like fourth out of six. Damn. And I don't think that's fair. Iron Man 2 is actually scored slightly lower. And then The Incredible Hulk is scored the lowest. (laughs) Yeah, The Incredible Hulk deserves worse. So this this placed between the Iron Mans? Uh, Yeah, They, they scored Iron Man 2 below one and three, which I don't really think is fair. I liked Iron Man 2. I did too, but I think one was good. It's the same reason like we kind of talked about before. It's not played out to us yet. Yeah. It's not oversaturated. It's new. It's inventive. It's really interesting CGI. What they did with the suit is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so chronologically, Iron Man 1, $140 million. Jesus Christ. It's only going to get worse. $150 million. Iron Man 2, $200 million. It's the highest one. Ugh. And then Thor, $150 million. Okay. I don't know what they spent money on. In Iron Man, <laughs> because in Thor, there's so much CGI that's gorgeous. There is a lot of CGI. Iron Man, I have to assume a lot of it is like their ballistics budget. And then they had no, because they got that for, we've already discussed the fucking US oh. military has given these, they've given that's billions true. of dollars to the MCU. It's why they have the jets. It's why they have all of the, they can um, use explosives. like Air Force, like, like uniforms and shit. They can use, they can shoot in hangars from the Air Force. Yeah, because that's it's true. In, like, it's just military propaganda. It's so fucking exhausting. Hey guys, war is bad. How much of the budget, how much of the budget is just Robert Downey Jr.'s like salary? I bet I could find that. Probably. I'm going to start looking that shit up for future. The post credit scene. I will say this is the first movie that I watched at night in my living room with the, I have Hue Sync, so like the lights in my living room will react to the TV. Mm. So like if a light travels across the TV, then the right light will light up and then the middle light and the left light. That is really cool, actually. Yeah, so it's really nice. and it, It's really fun, especially the first time I saw the Hue Sync box was because someone was watching Thor and I watched the lightning travel across the room. And I was like, that could be me. This is all irrelevant. What I'm saying is, this is the first movie that I watched at night with the light lighting effects and things that like made it seem more cinematic and it helped a little bit but not that fucking much none of these movies have to be watched in a theater is what i'm trying to say yeah like and you would think that they would because they're these huge summer blockbuster action flicks but like they're fine on dvd dude yeah i was just disappointed i thought that they would like be amped up so much more and they're they're not not that that was the full amp up but i have seen a lot of these in theaters and it's just i don't know 
utilize your fucking space. Yeah. I don't I don't go and see a lot of movies in theaters. And honestly, like modern TVs, like we have a fucking like 60 some inch TV that does 4K. Your TV is huge, dude. Our Cam's TV is Everyone listening ridiculous. is going to be like 60 inches isn't huge. Mine's 80. Like shut the fuck up. Dudes don't know what 8 inches is. Before Cam's TV, I had like a 40 inch, like 42. Your TV wasn't 40. My Yours other was one? Like 50. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. It really? doesn't matter. I don't have a okay. ruler. This is irrelevant, yeah. Uh, but Women also don't know what eight inches is, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry. My point about the hue lights is a side note. I forgot the punchline. Despite being not that much of an improvement, I do think that the end credits, like zooming through space with those really pretty clouds. Oh, yeah. Would be incredible while baked. So just put that <laughs> out there for you guys. Just like clipping that part of it. Yeah. Take an edible like halfway through the movie. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah the i was a little bit disappointed at first because i was like okay when is disney plus gonna give me the option to skip the credits but watching that those like early credits was fine like because yeah, they make it great. really visually interesting yeah yes and then we get thor will return in avengers which was cute i don't yeah. think that we knew there was going to be an avengers movie yet maybe so this might have been also the announcement of avengers i, I had remember. to assume that that was like the build-up for all of these because like the whole reason mm-hmm. sam jackson like appears in the first place is he's like oh, i'm building right. a team okay that's right you're right you're right so I thought, so in the uncredit scene, you have, I have to go back in my notes for his name again. Dr. Selvig. Dr. Selvig. Uh, He is going down into this bunker and talking to Sam Jackson. And Uh they're they're talking about this like weird little like thing in a briefcase that's a source of power. Is that what that is? Mm -hmm. I don't know shit. That's okay. Um, so he shows him the Tesseract. And then you see Loki's reflection off to the side. That made me think that he was possessing Selvig. Not that he was just there but invisible. So I that's why I was so confused. thought he was possessing him. I totally get that. But no, he's he's just influencing. Okay. Because, yeah, he says a line and then Selvig says the same line. And I'm like, oh, so you're inside of Selvig. I think he is, again, physically there, but invisible to everyone. Okay, but he has the power to influence people. Or he might be able to astral project. No, because he touched the hammer, so I don't know. Literally, all I would have to do is, like, Google Loki's powers, and somebody would tell me, but I'm not going to do that. Also, why the fuck should I have to? Put it in your goddamn movie. Yeah. Don't make me do research. Not everybody that watches these movies is going to be, like, a diehard, like, comics fan. Sometimes they're a girlfriend of somebody that, like, is a diehard comics fan. (laughs) Or boyfriend. Or unspecified partner. Or non-binary. Somebody who has just been dragged along to these things, and they want to know what's happening, too. It's not like everyone watching these in theaters is the, taking the notes that we're taking. So yeah. I'll take a note, and then I can look it up. So like in the in Iron Man 1, and we wanted to know where the doctor Yinsen was from, yeah. and I could just Google it and be like, okay, got it. No one in the fucking theater is doing that. If they are, they're pissing off everyone around them. Don't bring your phone out during a theater, guys. I am inherently opposed to movies expecting their viewers to know a whole lot of information going in. Yeah. I I don't like exposition dumps, but there is a way to like work in that information so that I'm not just flying blind. Iron Man 2, again, did a great job with the exposition dump at the beginning. Yes. The, with their like one. little like, here's what happened in the first one. I was even okay with Hulk's a little bit. It 
it did seem like you could have put this in the movie though but it was fine yeah hulk's in opening credits was just like the entirety of a movie but shortened into an opening credit scene whereas iron man 2 was like a recap yeah yeah which would have worked if you didn't see or didn't want to see the first one or if it's been you know however many it was two years in between the two movies almost to Mm -hmm. the day so it's like yeah if you hadn't seen the movie in a long time it's helpful I don't know. It is interesting that they made me root for the bad guy in this movie. Did you root for Loki? Yeah. Oh, I'll I did. Villain over a hero any day. Sorry. No, 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 no. I don't root for him throughout. Sorry. Okay. At the very beginning, I did. I thought they were being really mean to him. Yeah, I was like, you guys are mean. And then at the, again at the very end, when Loki's by the Tesseract, I'm just kind of like, I hope you fucking get that Tesseract, dude. Oh my god, I think be fun. What shenanigans are we gonna get into? It's very hard for me to root against Chris Hemsworth. That's fair. To me. I've seen him in pictures. I've seen him in gifts. I've never watched him in a full movie, and I had fun. That was nice, yeah. Yeah. Also, as I learned an hour before recording this or whatever, whenever we were texting about it, he's a natural brunette. Yeah. Stop bleaching that man's eyebrows. Stop it. (laughs) Okay. That's all I got. Oh, and then, again, what we already talked about, kind of the one shot. It's just really great Coulson banter. I do think that you should watch it. The order you watch it in is irrelevant. Mm. It's literally just him sitting in a diner talking to another agent. Okay. About wanting to hire and it uses footage from the hulk oh. which i thought was pretty generous of that one studio that otherwise didn't want to play along like it includes the cutscene, the movie that we're going to pretend didn't exist but we will mm-hmm. pretend it existed in this one shot is it a one shot from that dvd then or is it like i don't know which dvd it's from it's it's in the in the phase of d of d plus of Disney yeah. plus i'm pleased to typing it <laughs> in the phase row phase one row it goes um iron man one hulk Iron Man 2, Thor, one shot. But the one shot should be before Thor. Weird. Okay. Because it, it's like a continuation of the after credits, kind of. And they replay the after like the entire after credit scene in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out then. I don't, okay. yeah, I don't think it's worth like three fully covering in one of these. But yeah, I, if it's more like fleshing out of the universe, I'm open to that. Aaron, what did you think of this movie? I haven't seen Thor in a while but i remember it not being good um and i remember feeling pain after like i I felt pain during it and then after the movie because of the pain i felt really i felt really for i'm so sorry aaron (laughs) i don't have an award oh i do have awards do i it's not sexual attention. Did I have an award in here? Let me search. Match one of one. Nope, I don't have an award. Should I give one out? I don't know. Did anybody deserve an award? All of the women. All of the women. Every single woman in this movie was incredible. Great acting, great costume and hair. Not that they're responsible for their own costume and hair. That'd be wild. But they did look great. But they look great. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. So next week, we're going to be covering Captain America, the first Avenger, which came out in 2011. So in order to be prepared for our next episode, just go ahead and watch that along with us. Thanks for listening to the MCU ThoughtCast. Our editing was done by Cam Koenig. Our show art was made by Aaron Moeller. Our theme song, Crash, was made by Cavity Crew. Special thanks to Some Good Shows for having us on the network. Please check out their other podcasts, such as The Video Game Robot Show, The Big Three, and more. Everyone involved in the making of this show can be found on Twitter and their tags are in our podcast description. We'll see you next episode.